Hello and welcome to the Noise Podcast, sponsored by Stereo Brain Records and brought to you as part of the Noise Podcast Network. Today's episode is a really special one that we're dropping ahead of our first review of the year, where Chris and Sam will be back checking out the new In Flames record. Today, Will sits down with Jesse and Alad of Dream State to talk about their recently released EP, the new chapter of the band, and some really inspiring and brilliant conversation between Jesse, Alad, and Will around second chances and hard work and how things will pay off if you stick to them. We're excited about what's to come for Dream State. Dream State are excited about what's to come for Dream State, and you should also be really excited about what's coming for Dream State. Uh, it's a really cool chat, so be sure to check it out. Like, subscribe, review, check us out on social media. You can find the website at Noise UK on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. You can find the Noise Podcast Network at Noise Podcast Network on Twitter and Instagram. Any share, like, comment goes a really long way. We appreciate every little thing. So enjoy the episode. Well, thank you so much for joining me this evening. So I'm I'm joined t- tonight by Alad and Jesse from Dream State, the South Wales, I guess post-hardcore is probably the loosest or best sort of like descriptor-ish of roughly where to place Dream State's music, but it does a lot more than that, which I guess we'll talk about shortly. But hey, have you have have you both been over the past, I guess? Little, it's been a little while, hasn't it? Actually, I guess you you probably probably been sort of, I guess, working together for a good little while now with for the band. Yeah, um, I think coming up a year that you messaged me. I think Alid now in Feb- last March, February March. I think it's uh, when we first had that. Alid initially reached out then, asking if I'd be interested, and then I think I got down as soon as I realised I got the gig. I uh, yeah, I think we started jamming together from like May, and um, I go up to Wales quite a lot when the boys come down to Birmingham. So it's been it's been a good nine, I reckon, like between six and nine months now of like solid like full band new mm. lineup. Yeah, for sure. Nice. That's something I sort of wanted to talk a bit about. Not not obviously going too much into what's happened, but because obviously there's just been a lot of change. I guess is the is the easiest way of saying it. It's, you know, there's been a lot of change in Dream State over the past couple of years. And Alad obviously as I guess the now remaining, I guess, OG member of yeah. the, you know, the kind of the, the the former. What what was your thought process in sort of opting to because obviously, you know, I'm I'm sure you I'm sure you've said like the choice was I I either do something completely new. Or I go forward, or you know, I I I take you know, I keep Dream State alive. What was the thought process, I guess, like behind how you approach that? Um, I mean, yeah, basically that's that's the choice I was left with, I guess. Yeah, like you said, either push push ahead, keep going, or start anew. But um, yeah, I was just thinking about. I mean, we started the band late twenty fourteen, I think, and it's just been non-stop since then and you know put so much time and work into the band and then just to start over again I just feel like um you know I didn't want to let all that go to waste and you know since the day one it was always me and uh you know CJ doing doing the writing and doing a lot of the um behind the scenes work and stuff so I don't know I just felt like 
I'd rather, I wanted to keep trying, uh, just go ahead and I'd rather try and do it and see what happens then, you know, then in a few years, look back and regret, uh, like, should I, should I have tried it, you know? So, yeah, I guess you, you kind of faced with the, you don't, you know, it's better to have found out what happens if you decided to to carry it on yeah, rather exactly. than sitting there five years down the line going, but what if yeah. now you can actually just do it? Yeah. Yeah. And so far, how has it been? How do you, oh, how do you think it's been? I guess, you know, so far with, because the reception I've seen is there's obviously going to be the odd one or two, but yeah. generally speaking, it's, it's, I don't know. It's, it's felt pretty positive to me because, because a lot of people, people really kind of loved the people that knew about dream state kind of really tended to love you guys. I found. And then obviously as it's come back around, I mean, I, especially when I was told that this was happening, I was incredibly excited. You know, is that generally what you found it to be like? Uh, yeah. I mean, it, it's gone a lot better than I expected it to be, to be honest. It was a very, I re remember the week leading up to the first release and very stressful week, uh, not much sleep, just overthinking everything. And then when it finally came and I mean, we we were expecting a mixed reaction, of course, but um, it was more positive than I thought it was going to be, which is really, really great. Jesse, you said it's been like coming up on a year now that since you joined, since you since you were since Alan sort of asked, what was it? What was the? I guess the the how, how did it come about for you joining the band? Because if I'm not mistaken, you have had a band before, but it was it was a while ago, right? I've, I've fronted bands since I was like 13 years old. As soon yeah. as I could hold a guitar and stand on a stage, I've been doing that. Since my granddad was um, a big singer and uh, I've been in stage school since I was a little kid. So for me, stage is home. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I fronted a couple of rock bands in my time. My most successful one that I pretty much managed and booked was Aurora um, for a band that had no booking agent, no manager. We got on like Slam Dunk got on tours were asked to headline shows and I really enjoyed that and that was probably 10 years ago now um and for me a bit like Alid was saying I'd put so much time and energy into like making it um I wish the scene was honestly like it is now towards female fronted metal because it was hard for me in Aurora um stuff like trying to walk on stage and being stopped by a security guard thinking I'm some random fan trying to get on stage and I'm like I'm the singer dude and he's like oh shit I'm sorry and not yeah. being caught on a hardcore show because well she can't scream she's a girl and then out screaming most of the people on the set so yeah. I've had my ups and downs with the scene and I think when we got signed to in at the deep end records from our first show we supported Feed the Rhino and got picked up straight away and that really ignited like my want to be in a rock band like if I could be you know have a name for myself as someone in the metal scene that's highly respected I would die for that and I think Aurora was my first experience really of of being in a band and um after spending years and years of my time and energy and money and just not getting those gigs or being not getting like what I guess I was aiming for I took a time out you know, bought a house, travelled the world, got married. I guess I grew up and became really stable. And 
I actually think everything happens personally for a reason. I think looking back, 22-year-old me catching pleurisy, sleeping in a van, um, compared to where I am now, where I'm about to go off on a headline tour and stay in a hotel, I just feel like I've, like, for me, it just feels like light years ahead of where I've ever been, but I've never felt more ready. So to answer your question, how it all came about, uh, I actually have applied for a death like a death metal band at the start of last year and for many reasons that um you know for many reasons I wasn't uh selected um and I was devastated because I felt like you know what it's probably because I'm a woman in her 30s who's married I think my time's over and I really got in my head with it I was really disappointed so I posted a throwback on Facebook with all my, I don't know, all my like crowd surfing pictures and all my memories of the last 10 years of me fronting music. And I think at the time, maybe Jake had added me on social media and I'd sort of done like a farewell to music. I was ready to put it to bed, maybe just still write at home, but not take it seriously. Cause I, I don't think I'll ever stop writing music. Um, but yeah, so I got this message from Alid, like honestly, a few weeks after being declined from that death metal band that I auditioned for, um, basically saying, hey, like, here's some songs. Would you be interested? And I'd heard of Dream State. I think I'd heard of White Lies. That's the song I like. I remember. Yeah. Um, and I heard the tracks and my husband just looked at me and said, Jesse, I think this is like Aurora 2.0. Um, this is what you've wanted like this is the band you've wanted like your whole life because aurora was quite electronic it had singing it had screaming um and i was really lucky to be with some talented guys there so to hear dream state and the songs alid showed me it was electronic it was screaming it was singing and i thought you know what i'm going to go for this so i went a bit above and beyond i went and traveled to hidden track studios in folkestone which was like a four-hour drive for me now that is quite far, yeah. Yeah, recorded the tracks um, with Oz and asked him, like, begged him, like, please do these tracks for me, fit me in, you know, pay paid him for his time. I think Alan wanted me to just do a cover in my bedroom of the three tracks. Yeah. But I went all the way to Folkestone, <laughs> got them done. I really wanted to show him what I was made of. Um, I'd love people to hear my version of them as well one day because I paid money for them and they're, they're quite tight. Um and then I also paid my friend Josh um, to, to film me on stage. Um, Asylum venue in Birmingham, they let me use their stage. They've always been a good family to me. They let me use their stage. Um, Jack did all the lights and they made it look like I was singing White Lies live. Um, and cut a long story short, I sent all of that footage to Alid, the songs and the video. And I think he, I remember him being a bit like, bloody hell you've really gone <laughs> you know you've really gone put some effort into this yeah. and then we had a chat based on all of that delivery and um I remember saying to him like am I in the band now like is 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 this a thing now and and I think we we agreed that I was um and then shortly after that I met I met Tom and Jake and the rest is history really like most of my weekends have been spent um you know you know writing and, and learning the set yeah. and, and jamming and here we are now about to, uh, you know, about to drop our first EP. So it's been an absolute whirlwind, but I honestly feel like I'm exactly where 
where I'm supposed to be now. And um, I'm just so excited to see what we can deliver as this new version. And I'm fully understanding that, you know, I wouldn't be here without the platform that Dream State has got. And like I said on my first show, like I've got nothing but respect and, and genuine um, love for CJ in terms of what she did. And I wish her nothing but well. And I'm under no no illusion. I wouldn't be here without her words and her melodies in, in the song. So just truly grateful, to be honest with you, for the opportunity. Mm. And uh, this is where we stand today. Yeah, I mean, like you say, it's... Because, because you, you know, you know, mentioned White Lies, and that was kind of like there was a lot of people's introduction to Dream State, wasn't it? Was yeah that song kind of blowing up in yeah about 20, 2016, I think 2016, 17. 17, I think. I'll be honest yeah. with you, yeah, I was sat ago. in a van. I was sat in a van at the time, and someone played that track, and obviously, I hadn't been in music for about a year or two. Yeah, and um, I remember someone going, "Jess, you'll love this. Listen to it." And I remember Soul King being like, "Yeah, it's all right. It's all right." sat there like just genuinely like gutted it wasn't me doing that song because I, I I don't know whether me and CJ are similar in ways but you know when you write something and you're like that's that's something I write like it's very we yeah so I really resonated with the song and every time I sing that live now and in the whole three shows we played that's the crowd stopper where people are just I'm in the middle of the pit and everyone's just throwing down with me like it's honestly electric and i'm yeah i can't express my gratitude really to to be in this position at the moment i guess like the dream like you say you'd sort of almost ready to give up on it but it wasn't really done with you i guess i've got so much left to give like i'm just so grateful that i've got such a talented like honestly i don't want to blow his trumpet too much but alid you know i've worked with some really talented people in my life um really have and uh to, to, to actually have this one-on-one -on -one time with Alid and work together. It just works. I don't know if I'm speaking out of term, Alid, but like he's yeah, like my my music husband okay. already. Like I just feel like it it really works. Um yes, it's great. Yeah, we just click. There's no we kind of get each other, but we're still kind of learning to get to know each other. But I remember him coming to my house for the first time and doing the demos for the three tracks that are coming out now. And we got pretty much, I'd say, two and a half of those tracks done in one day together. Like, just yeah. stood there. I hadn't got really any material other than his great music. And I'd got lots of lyrics floating around in my notebooks and in my phone. And I just stood there and I just heard, you know, kept listening and just we just went for it. And we did Taunt Me, uh, Comfort in Chaos, and the third song pretty, pretty much in that one day. Granted, it wasn't polished, but it was like rough demos in, in one day together. And I think that's when I knew, I remember saying to my husband when Ali'd left, like, I think these are going to be really, really exciting songs to, to release. And yeah, rewind a few months later, I think Taunt Me. I, I've been inundated with messages of people just saying how, how catchy it is or how it's their favourite song. So I'm just really grateful that I've been able to put my melody and sort of words onto such really strong music, really. And Alad, because um, Jesse, you've just said like you went really kind of not, not, I guess not overboard, but you went like as much <laughs> as you could with like really perfecting your, I guess, almost audition. Um, Alad, what was that? 
given that you kind of expected just to be getting sort of bedroom covers, what was it like to just turn up with a full perform like a full performance video? And yeah, I mean, I was just reaching out to some people, like seeing if you know, everyone interested to join, and then you know, Jesse went and like, went and actually did it at some studio, and I was like, wow, this girl's keen. Uh, like, I like the um, you know, it was nice to see that when someone put you know the work into it and you could tell that you know she was dedicated to getting the role and stuff so um it was a good move <laughs> sure um and thinking about the music that you've that you've made obviously two of the songs are out now um talk yeah. me in comfort and chaos um given that you've done it as an ep first of all is that kind of i guess a way to test the waters a bit sort of exactly and also as that, well yeah. as getting the new music out there because because first of all you know although you've kind of said that you writing wise you clicked very quickly at the same time is it not also you're still finding out what you want to be writing together you know you've you've written those three songs mm-hmm. yeah 100 i think like i say i had a lot of lyrics floating around had a lot of pent-up anger i needed to release and i just used the platform across the songs i had to just get them out and um I'm almost confident, you know, you'll hear music from us one day in the future and it it will sound nothing like what we've just done, but that's the beauty of where we're at. We, I don't think you'll ever, I don't personally think we'll ever have just one sound because speaking for myself, I like all sorts of music, whether it be death metal to show music. So, you know, you don't, don't be surprised if you hear like an absolute pop banger, like just, you know, pure pure pop from us and then if I could have it my way and if I bend Alid's arm enough I might get that real heavy 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 show 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 uh show off my real dark brows a bit more um but it's a nice blend yeah I don't like being confined to genres as well I just don't believe in genres anymore like I mean this EP coming up now it well it wasn't really meant to be an EP in the first place we're just kind of writing singles but then um, you know these three songs. There was like a, a recurring theme across them, and we thought, well, this is these th- these three songs perfect for for our you know kind of first EP back. So um, it kind of made sense to do that. And you know we're still uh, playing around with new genres, new sounds, and stuff. And that's what this whole new EP is kind of about as well. Just trying new stuff and um, you know seeing what lands, see what people like, and just having fun with it. Yeah, I think that's the main key, isn't it? Like for me, I kind of fell out of love with music after like being so disheartened, you know, trying for so long. So I guess for me, as long as I make a track with Alid and the boys and I feel happy doing it, like for me, that that just warrants any sort of title you can give a song. I think it's just about how I feel doing the music again. And I've, n- I've never honestly felt happier like the last six, seven months. I think anyone who knows me has noticed a huge shift in my whole demeanor. I feel like the old, old sort of me again. And um, yeah, I can't express enough that as long as we're happy with the tracks and we're having fun, then the track will be whatever it will be. That's the main thing, isn't it? Because at, at the start yeah. of it all, you know, yes, you know, there's there's going to be fans that are incredibly excited to be hearing new dream state in 2023 especially after like a near enough three-year hiatus i guess like yeah. not it's not really a hiatus was it you know it was kind of foisted on you by the world ending um 
pretty much. But then, you know, obviously you're coming back with a new lineup. Obviously, you're really, I, I, I assume you're really keen to be showing everyone what not only you can do as a band, but like what you can, like Jesse, obviously like you're being able to go, I haven't been doing this in, you know, in say 10 years and I just want to, how much of it, I guess, if you don't mind me asking, how much of it is proving to yourself that you can still do it? I think, to, you know, that's, that's a great question. And if I'm brutally honest, I think if I'm a lot of the songs you'll hear, um, especially in this EP, it's about a lot of the, every song to me has got deep meaning. And I think for a very, very long time, I've been almost the way I describe it. I've been on ice since I stepped away from music, which is all I've ever known. Sorry, excuse the pun with the with the track there, but genuinely all I've ever known, <laughs> yeah, all I've ever known is music. And to stop that for say five, six years on a performance level, um yeah, it's it's definitely a massive confidence boost to myself because I feel like I got to a certain age, hadn't quite made where I wanted to be. And, and please don't believe I just walked in thinking, oh, I should get this. I've been doing it since I could walk um, spending a lot of time and energy on lessons in, in terms of instruments or whatever in my whole life and when I like I say when I got this it's almost given me that like I think the first show when we got main support with counterparts at Throwfest like Dean big shout out to him for he was like I saw you playing like 10 years ago Jesse and you you blew me away I'm gonna give you this slot show me what you're made of and it was that almost pressure that I had. And I came on stage and like, I remember almost crying when I came off because it was like realization that I'd wasted so long. Like I really know what I'm capable of. And I think with Dream State, I'm gonna continue to push myself and push myself. And I guess, like I say, just really show everybody what I can do. Like, yeah, the self-belief is definitely coming back. And it's certainly, um. I certainly will always have the boys to thank for giving me this sort of confidence boost again and just growing as an artist. Like, yeah, it's all just really exciting to be honest. It's certainly something that I, I put myself in a box based on stupid reasons that I put in my own head. And now I'm almost feel like I'm breaking out of that, like stereotypical, like you're married now, you should follow the next step. I guess what everyone, you know, you know, so many people are like, Oh, but you've, you've got married. So, what does that mean for your family? And it's like, what the hell? Like, it's just, I just, whether I'm going out of the norm, I don't know. But all I can say is that I'm happy. And hopefully, yeah, my confidence will just keep growing. Yeah. I mean, when I was, so I think, I think, Alad, you know him as well, Jack uh, from, from Noise, you might know. Uh, when he first kind of, let me in that let me in on that you know you guys were sort of that that you know you were working on stuff uh and that when he first um put your name in jesse he kind of went he didn't do it as a someone's joined the band he went this is someone that's been around in the scene and has you know kind of earned their stripes already but has just had I to be out that. of it for a bit you know um, yeah. So it always, for me, it was always kind of like a, that's really cool. This is a band that's started, you know, even like you say, Ali, you started in 2014, but I guess the established, the establishing of the band was, uh, you know, arguably there was kind of the, when the mainstream consciousness came in, you know, or like more kind of the more of more of the scene started to, to notice. 
they, you know, that's, I guess, I don't know, maybe that's the right word for it, established, but it feels like, you know, you've got an established band now and you've got an established vocalist who's just had to take a bit of a break kind of coming together. And for me, that was the really exciting thing was seeing what would happen, you know, and how would, how that would progress. Um, so you've called it untethered. Um, and I'm assuming there's a very clear meaning there of a, you know, I mean, oh, first of all, what does it mean to you, I guess? Alan, do you want to go first or do you want... Um, your lyrics do you want to yeah I think I think like I think for me there's a lot of like barrier breaking and there's a lot of walls coming down and there's a lot of anger that's been pent up for too long that I'm releasing in these tracks and so for me it's just that the meaning of the EP is like freedom or like you know like new new beginnings um I guess, you know, whilst my confidence isn't where it was just, you know, it's not quite where I want it to be just yet. It's getting there. And I think the the song, the EP title for me just is like new beginnings, fresh start, self-belief and just sort of letting go of like all of these, you know, the you can just get, you can let things fester and sort of tangle up in you and almost choke you. And I think it just, for me, feels like I'm breaking free of a lot of, internal things and um yeah if you listen to the tracks closely you'll uh i think some a lot of the feedback i've had is a lot of fans like hardcore dream state fans i'm so grateful for them they they've reached out so much about how the songs relate to them so i think people are understanding the message and uh hopefully when you hear the latest track that's going to drop soon um it's almost like a bit of a story really but it's just been like, say, I guess, my life for the last 10 years. Yeah, that's what I was going to say as well. <laughs> Your life for the last 10 years as well. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's understandable, though, because I think you made mention before, you know, the the metal scene and just, just the alt scene generally, not it wasn't exclusively metal. You know, there's still it's not great now, but it's a hell of a lot better for women and femme presenting people than it was oh, 10, yeah. even just, yeah, even 10 years ago, you know, uh, you know, I remember when all the rage was, I mean, it didn't even go along, go away that long ago was like the, Oh, who's the hottest chicks in metal. Here's the calendar. And it's like, oh my God. some of those people, you know, oh, like you, you, you see this and it's like, yes. Okay. This person is objectively attractive, but that's really not the point here. Like, that's not the point. I want we're people trying to, to like across. my vocal. I don't care yeah. if you could put a bag on my head. Let's like, tell me I can scream. <laughs> yeah. If you're listening to, you know, if you've just bought your first Dream State CD, you've just bought your first Lacuna Coil CD, you don't know what they look like. Yeah. Like it doesn't act. So it's good now that the metal scene and the alt scene is in a more accepting place. But there's still definitely, you know, there's still an undercurrent and I guess with these three songs, uh, you know, something of a more of a something more that's kind of coming forwards to talk about not just obviously that, but like you say, your own experiences and how it's been for ten years. And, but releasing these, you kind of so taunt me was that like the first, I guess, that you know the, the the comeback single, if you like, and you kind of just it just kind of happened. You know, it almost seemed to have very little fanfare. Was there a, I guess, a decision to do that or because you know 
was it just sort of like a quickly put it out there and go oh hey here you go yeah we just because a lot of people make up their minds before actually hearing things these days and i thought right if if we announced like i the thinking was if we announce new song coming friday a lot of people would make their minds up before they even hear it so i thought it's probably best we just release it out of the blue before anyone can make their minds up they hear it and then go from there because there's been like i've there's there's been people who are like oh, i don't like it but then they go oh actually now i've listened to it i like it so it was just trying to limit that i guess because yeah. that's just the way the internet is these days so um yeah and it was also kind of fun because the way time zones work it came out in australia before like anywhere else in the world obviously because they're like 12 hours ahead and then uh yeah that was kind of fun to watch all that and for all these people like wow new dream state what the hell's going on <laughs> so that was kind of fun amazing um and you've talked about the kind of dialing up the electronic elements because there are you know you there are they're there obviously you know with like with primrose path especially yeah. but here they're not less subtle but they're certainly more prominent yeah, that's um, just because, well, when we did the album with Dan Weller, I was shadowing him a lot and I was kind of learning how, like the process of how to do those kind of sounds. And then then during lockdown, obviously we all had a lot of time. So I kind of taught myself a bit how to just to get better at music production. So I stepped up that during lockdown and then... Um, now you're a genius. Well, <laughs> um. Yeah, just kind of self-taught during lockdown. And I've I've always been a huge fan of like EDM, electronic, drum and bass, dubstep kind of music. And um, you know, ever since like uh the the EP with White Lies on it, um, there's been a sprinkle of like kind of electronic stuff on that. But as as the releases um come out, it's kind of more and more and more prominent. And with the upcoming single, it's prominent as hell <laughs> but yeah. it's good it's gonna be good it was recovery wasn't it with white lies that's it yeah yeah i remember the name then. it's fair enough. no I, it's it's funny because like that so the the two eps and the album have been like they've not left my like re- fairly regular rotation in the last oh, really four five six years however long it's been and now, obviously, um, I've been lucky enough to hear that new song that's coming out, as well as the other two. Have you? Yeah. Ah, so you and, know what I'm talking about then with the electronics. Yes, and it's <laughs> I, I do really like it. You know, it's I think I think you know you, you kind of write in doing the, in in that you know there are people that are going to be at first. Oh, I don't like it because people like they, the internet doesn't like change, right? They hate when bands change and they hate when bands stay the same. Exactly. <laughs> But then at the what same time, that's what this whole EP is about. It's about, you know, we're just trying different sounds. And I feel like the three songs on this EP, they're all kind of trying, you know, different things. They all things. do try fairly different things. Yeah, like Tommy's just got like kind of, I don't know, riff. it's got a cool bouncy riff. And then Come From Chaos is a little bit heavier. And then now we're going the complete opposite direction with this third one. And... That's 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 what I love about music, and you can do whatever the hell you want as long as you like it. It doesn't matter. Yeah, I think if people can hear that you're enjoying what you're doing and you believe in what you're doing, they're far more likely to come on board than if you were going. It has to sound 
like White Lies 2.0. Yeah, no, we've we've done that. You know, if you, exactly. if you want to go back, go back and listen to it. Yeah, I can't That's be it. anyone else. I can only really be me as well. So, you know, I've read a lot of the comments and stuff, and whilst it's really nice that people are like, "Oh, it's a similar vibe," you know, I can only be myself. I'm not trying to be anybody else, and um, I do think I'll bring probably a heavier element to the band where where Alid will let me. Um, Maybe if I had it my way, the whole the whole EP would have been pretty dark. But I'm I'm really glad that we've done a few different tries because you know it's funny when we we're recording with Oz the most recent song. He was like, "Jesse, your voice is beautiful. Like, why don't you sing more?" And I was like, "No." <laughs> like, <laughs> um, but maybe I will. Who knows? Like like Alid said, it's the beauty of music. You can just do what you want. Yeah, you can just try something, and if it doesn't work, you don't have to. You don't have to stick at it. You can try something else. Yeah, and I, I guess like the last thing I want to come on to is something you've already alluded to is that one of your kind of first like inaugural comeback shows was was with Counterparts, you yeah. know, um, and now we've got coming up is Loom Fest in in April. April, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. And you're doing a headline run of shows. It's it's really, it almost feels like, even though obviously time has passed and you're coming back, and although there's, you know, like you said, there is a similar vibe musically, but you've still, you know, there's still a new identity, clearly, you know, to obviously, first of all, your vocals, but also musically, it does feel like a band that's taking new steps. Mm-hmm. But it also, it's, it's clearly not, and I guess this is partly maybe, the, you know, the, the idea of not doing a clean break is because people know what you can do as Dream State and then they know what you've done before, Jesse, and they can say, we want you to open for count, you know, to be main support for counterparts. We want you to be headlining Loomfest. And I can't that's... believe it. It's like, it's mad. It's mad what we've been offered when we've got no team. <laughs> I'm I'm overwhelmed and it's a credit to the band and all of their hard work, really, that, that we're sort of getting all I'm no under no illusion that a lot of the shows have come from you know the platform they had before but then it's great that they're hearing our new stuff and still wanting us on that same level it's 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 a dream dream come true for me so I was going to say I'm, I'm sure that's got to be a big part of it right is because on the one hand yes like you say there was a platform built before but you're the one that's you know on that platform with them now and the fact and that people are still saying hell yes we're having you you know we're booking you for i think like the underworld's the main venue for for loom isn't it the big one yeah yeah it's not nothing it, it's you know it's, it's not just because of before it's because you're doing something too i appreciate that thank you um say everyone has been super i think it's been a really positive reception that you know i could be Haley williams and still get haters you know i've noticed her latest releases and an architects the bands that I adore I could be that big superstar level and still have haters so I'm just going to stay me stay humble work hard and hopefully my uh, music will just speak for itself really and keep getting these shows I will vehemently disagree with anyone who doesn't like the new Paramore <laughs> exactly <laughs> I don't even know what it sounds like you're not I'm heard sure it yet 
Or I, don't, just... I don't I don't listen to Paramore. I don't I don't know what this sounds like. Fair enough. <laughs> well I get it, but yeah, the point stands though, right? Is that it doesn't matter how big the band gets. Someone yeah. is always, in fact, the bigger your band gets, the more people are going to hear it and go, no, not for me. And I have to say how much it isn't for me. Yeah. Mm, I mean, like Architects with their latest album. I mean, I think it's great, but like the amount of backlash they've had online, it's painful. I'll um, not not tell you what I thought of it then. <laughs> no, I, I, did, I did enjoy bits of it for sure, but... Again, the point stands that people are going to hate on it. Yeah. If you're being constructive about why you dislike something, fair enough. Yeah, I mean, everyone's allowed to, you know, not like yeah. it. You yeah. don't need to go online and like. Yeah, know. but there's no need to be terminally online about it. Yeah. Exactly. But anyway, that kind of wraps up everything. So thank you so much for your time tonight. Yeah, thank you for thank having you. us. Yeah, thank you so much for having us. I'm personally my first podcast. So. It's not been too painful, so thank you very much. Oh, you're very welcome. Get used to it. <laughs> <laughs>